0: Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. This is Radio Free Mormon on the air, broadcasting behind enemy lines. Tonight's episode Tim Ballard and the Psychic Connection. Vice News, who has been following the Tim Ballard developments, has published now another story at their website, and they published it yesterday on September 20th, 2023. Right now it is 6 51 a.m. Pacific time on Thursday. September 21st, 2023. This story goes into some more details regarding the psychic that Tim Ballard is alleged to have used in order to get intel on where to find children so that they could be rescued. Like Joseph Smith and finding buried treasure, it doesn't appear that he was ever successful, and yet there are many people who believed in this psychic, and Tim Ballard, according to these allegations, and according to this news story, was certainly one of them. The title of the story is Operation Underground Railroad Child Rescue Missions were based on psychic intelligence. Once again, this is through the reporting of Ann Merlin and Tim Marchman. All right, I think I got those names correct this time. It starts off with a photograph, actually two photographs, of Tim Ballard and Janet Russon, who is this alleged claimed psychic, riding together in the backseat of a vehicle where apparently they were maybe going on a mission of some kind. These pictures are labeled internal footage from OUR released to Vice News through a public records request shows Janet Russin and Tim Ballard riding in the back of a car during a mission. So, yes, this is what it is supposed to be about. We'll get a few more details on how it was that Tim Ballard used a psychic and what it was that she got paid for her services. Here's how the article opens. It was a tense day in February 2016. By the way, this is the mission to save Marty Gardy who is a young Haitian boy, I believe it was, three years old when he was abducted by some fellow on a motorcycle. And he has been searched for by Tim Ballard and his crew, at least so they claim, for many, many years now. Okay, this mission was in February of 2016. Once again, February 2016, a tense day for Tim Ballard and operatives working for Underground Railroad, the anti-human trafficking group he founded. They were on what would prove to be a bumbling and ineffective mission to save a trafficked child that Tim Ballard believed was being held in a village on the border of Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Well, why did you think the child was being held there, Tim? The story goes on. This wasn't just any mission, however. The child they were searching for was Gardi Marty. I think I reversed those earlier. Guardi Marty. It's a bit of a confusing name, probably because of the cultural differences. But Guardy is the first name of the child. Marty is the last name of the child. It just happens to rhyme. And Guardy Marty is a missing Haitian boy whose abduction Tim Ballard has portrayed as the case that led us to found OUR. Joining him and his team of elite operatives was a psychic. Yes. Joining him and his team of elite operatives was Janet Russin, a psychic medium from Utah, whose supposed visions were guiding the mission. According to documents from a now-closed criminal investigation, yes, once again, remember, this is based on the criminal investigation into OUR and Tim Ballard that was conducted by the FBI, as well as others. It led to no actual criminal complaints, but it was subject to a Freedom of Information Act request, which these reporters at VICE News did. They got the documents, they combed through them, and are basing their reports now on those documents. According to documents from a now-closed criminal investigation into Tim Ballard and OUR, obtained by VICE News through a public records request, video shot by a crew hired by OUR, captured Russin, Janet Russin, the psychic, talking with Gardie's father, so, Guardy Marty's father is Guesno, or Wesno, Marty. It's G-U-E-S-N-O. Once again, I apologize for my bad pronunciation. I will pronounce as Guesno, Marty. In the conversation, Janet Russin seemed to credit herself with locating Marty Guardy, the child. She assured him, the father, that his son was nearby, and that without her visions... He never would have been found. Oh, my Lord, you know, they're not going to find him. That's what makes this all so horrible and tragic. She proclaims, no way you would have found this place. No way. According to a transcript of the conversation written by a criminal investigator working on a joint investigation between the FBI and the Davis County Attorney's Office. So, once again, for some reason, their Freedom of Information Act request did not get any videos. Perhaps there were no videos to obtain. Perhaps they had all been dumped down the memory hole before the criminal investigation began. However, that's actually can't be correct because they had the videos and the criminal investigators viewed the videos and they took down detailed notes about what was on the videos. So I'm not sure what's holding up those videos. They must've been part of the investigation. All right, but regardless, they only have transcripts of criminal investigators who actually watched the videos and then wrote down notes. This is from those notes. No way you would have found this place. No way, she proclaimed, according to a transcript of the conversation written by a criminal investigator working on a joint investigation between the FBI and the Davis County Attorney's Office. Guesno, buddy, Tim Ballard says, talking to the father. Guesno, buddy, Tim Ballard said during the conversation. He's here. We're going to get him. In fact, Marty Gardy was not found that day or any day since. That's been seven going on eight years ago since this mission in February of 2016. There is no evidence to suggest that he was ever in the village where Janet Russin's visions led OUR and his hopeful father. Dave Lopez, a former head of OUR's ops team who oversaw the organization's work in Haiti, told an FBI special agent, this was during the investigation obviously, told an FBI special agent and a Davis County investigator in October of 2020 that Janet Russin's visions were, quote, the only form of intelligence they were using to locate Marty Guardy. As far as he knew, he said, OUR had no intelligence even suggesting Marty Guardy was alive apart from what was provided by Janet Russin. That's all. That's all they've got. They're going off of a. Uh, a psychic who's telling them where to look. This was Tim Ballard's most guarded secret, Lopez told the FBI. The most guarded secret, the source of the intel. Hmm, I wonder why you'd want to keep that a secret. Tim Ballard's secret has been out for two years now. Ex-OUR operators, or people sent on paramilitary missions with the organization in foreign countries, told Vice News in 2021. So in 2021, these ex-OUR operators told VICE News that Janet Russin's supposed psychic abilities were heavily relied on by Ballard and OUR to plan and carry out missions. Now though, the investigative files reveal for the first time the level of influence Janet Russin had within the organization, how much she was paid for her services and how little intelligence there was to back up some of the missions conducted beyond her word, that of a Utah psychic who claimed to be able to communicate with the prophet Nephi, a figure from the Book of Mormon who has been dead for thousands of years. An investigator wrote in the documents that they had learned that Janet Russin was being paid a monthly consultant fee of approximately $5,000 So a monthly consultant fee, $5,000, just to be available to be consulted whenever she's needed. I think that ends up being five times 12. That sounds like 60 grand a year, but there's more. Not only it seems that you get an hourly, or excuse me, a monthly consulting fee. Also, she got an hourly slash operational readings contract of approximately $1,560. So if I'm reading that correctly, that sounds like on top of the $5,000, monthly consulting fee. She gets a $1,560 hourly operational readings contract. I hope that's not per hour. That would be a lot of money per hour, but that's what it appears to say. And they're paid this by OUR, who is simply swimming in money at this point from many, many wealthy people and other people not so wealthy, flooding them with donations in order to help save children who are being sex trafficked. And that the group relied on her visions to do operational planning for missions. This is also in these revealed documents, all right? Not only how much, but how much, not only how much she made, but how much the OUR operatives and Tim Ballard relied on her to do their operational planning for missions. Nor were mission planning or psychic visions the end of Janet Russin's association with OUR or other entities in the child rescue space. Subsequently, she was named as the executive director. Subsequently, she was named as the executive director of Children Need Families, a for-profit company started by Tim Ballard's wife, Catherine, which said it provided grants to families seeking to adopt children. At another point, while she served on the board of directors of another organization, she identified herself as OUR's Director of Strategic Alliances. So the psychic they use is now describing herself as OUR's Director of Strategic Alliances, a description which did not mention her purported psychic abilities. Hmm, it sounds like this was a big secret that Tim Ballard wanted to make sure remained a secret. The organization Rod's Heroes, which promotes adoption for children with special needs, did not respond to a request for comment from Vice News. And here's a nice picture of Janet Russin. Yeah, she looks like a very, very nice lady. Apparently, though, either she has trouble contacting Nephi or Nephi has trouble communicating effectively with her. This Marty Gardi mission was a big blow up. It didn't work. Her visions did not come true. That much we know, at least according to these allegations, which seem to be pretty well-based. However, I'm also not aware of any time when any help she gave for any other mission did work in finding a child. I would think that that would get some kind of mention somewhere if that had happened, but it may not be that way. In other words, this is so interesting to me because not only is there the Mormon connection with Tim Ballard, but there's also the Mormon connection with Joseph Smith. How many times have I thought to myself and have other people thought to themselves? Joseph Smith during his money digging days, and he was on 14 to 17 different missions of his own back in the 1820s, looking into his hat at a seer stone, guiding a group of men to a location to find buried treasure, telling them where to dig, and they never ever found even one coin of buried treasure. And yet, he continued to be believed by many people that he had this power in spite of failure after failure after failure. Here we have the analog in modern Mormonism. Here we have a psychic, Janet Russin, who provides information and intel from the dead prophet Nephi, but there's no kid there. It's a bust. And what happens? Does Tim Ballard and the others, do they say, well, obviously you don't have the power that you claim to have, and you can go your way because we're not going to be using you anymore. Or they could continue to believe in her ability, continue to bring her along. Remember, there were 10,000 pages from this psychic that were contained in the Freedom of Information Act request that she had made, apparently, for OUR missions, 10,000 pages. That's a lot of psychic readings. And there's probably quite a few missions, but it appears that her psychic readings never once found a child. And yet Tim Ballard and the rest apparently continue to believe in her up to the point where she's paid six figures a year. Oh, we'll get to that part in a second about the six figures a year. She's making tons of money, giving them psychic readings and telling them where children are and the children end up not being there. But even after all of this failure on her part, she gets promoted. She gets named by Tim Ballard as the executive director of a for-profit company called Children Need Families. This is within the umbrella of the Tim Ballard growing empire of the numerous different companies that he has. And this is a for-profit company. So you give readings that don't produce any children over and over and over again. And what happens? You continue to be believed that you have psychic gifts and you get promoted to a position at the head of one of these companies. OUR provided the following statement. Janet Russin worked as a full-time executive director for the Children Need Families Program for the last two years with a starting salary of $122,000. With a starting salary of $122,000 per year and a final salary of $125,000 per year, she left OUR shortly after Mr. Ballard's departure. That would be Tim Ballard's departure earlier this summer. None of her work with CNF, once again as children need families, none of her work with CNF had any association with her self-proclaimed psychic abilities. For any questions about her alleged psychic ability, services rendered to Mr. Ballard or payments for those services, please ask Ms. Ms. Russen or Mr. Ballard, since they don't work for OUR anymore. Okay, Ballard. But by the way, six figures. That's how you get re- rewarded uh, by Tim Ballard, apparently, if you're a psychic who can't produce any actionable intel that actually finds children. All right, Tim Ballard left OUR this summer following an internal investigation into sexual misconduct allegations made against him. Three weeks later, he left the Nazarene Fund, a sister organization to OUR, founded by conservative commentator Glenn Beck. Okay, there's the Glenn Beck-Tim Ballard connection. Absolutely, they are tied at the hip, very much involved with each other, very much understanding now why Glenn Beck rushed to Tim Ballard's defense with his tweet over the weekend, which he shortly thereafter deleted. It was highly critical of the LDS church, and I read that tweet in an earlier episode. The Nazarene Fund told Vice News in a statement, there were no concerns or suspicion of wrongdoing by Tim Ballard regarding his work at the Nazarene Fund. Okay, OUR under Tim Ballard stressed it's sophisticated intelligence gathering. Ooh, yeah, it doesn't mention the psychic. Instead, OUR under Tim Ballard stressed it's sophisticated intelligence gathering. That makes me think more like Tom Clancy than Madam Ruby. And they also stressed their military-style raid and rescue tactics. As Vice News previously reported, Davis County Attorney Troy Rawlings, who opened the investigation into OUR, wrote in an email, quote, Donors are not made aware that Nephi via Ms. Russen is the key piece of OUR operational intelligence, end quote. Rawlings wrote that email to Utah Attorney General Sam Reyes, Sean Reyes, excuse me, an OUR ally, who has previously gone on missions with the group. The centrality of Janet Russin to OUR missions is clearly il- illustrated in the files. One is an investigator's description of a video, apparently taken to go by the date of a file ahead of the disastrous mission to find Guardy. So this video is taken before that. Tim Ballard is speaking to a group of men. He assures them that he's speaking regularly with M. Russell Ballard. Okay. once again, notes from a video of Tim Ballard made shortly before the failed mission to rescue Marty Gardy or Gardy Marty. Excuse me. I apologize. Back in February of 2016, Tim Ballard is speaking to a group of men. He assures them that he's speaking regularly with M. Russell Ballard, a powerful and revered figure in the LDS church to whom he is not related But he's speaking to M. Russell Ballard about, quote, the whole process and all these miracles, unquote, and that he's been given a blessing by the apostle. This is the blessing he claims to have received from M. Russell Nelson prior to this failed mission. Now, in response, one of OUR's operatives, whom Vice News is not naming because he could not be reached for comment, says, this is the time that we're supposed to be here, specifically this week. And the Lord doesn't just give one person that, that answer. It's usually through a few people. And the Lord told me to call Janet Russin as soon as I got out of the temple. It actually only has Janet, just first name basis, as soon as they got out of the temple. But it's obviously Janet Russin. All right. Now, the question is going to ultimately be, about Apostle M. Russell Ballard. And how much did he know about Tim Ballard's operational idiosyncrasies? And when did he know it? How much did he know about the business dealings of Tim Ballard and how he was running the business and the business says relating to OUR? And was Elder Ballard actually, as was portrayed on a whiteboard? a picture of which was taken at a super secret meeting involving Tim Ballard and followers. Was Elder Ballard really a silent partner in this whole process, okay? And the second thing is gonna be about, how much did Elder Ballard know about Tim's use of a psychic to gain intelligence? I have no idea, but I hope that we will find out as events unfold. Okay. In response, one of OUR's operatives, oh yes, this is where he says, um, this is the time that we're supposed to be here, so they have this feeling, this revelation from God. It's going to be this week. This week we can get this child, and I'm at the temple. I come out of the temple, and I realize I've got to call the psychic. This is so strange to me that we have this connection between psychics and temples. I know people will say I'm naive, and yeah, this kind of uh, magic worldview has been endemic in Mormonism from the beginning. Well, I know it was certainly endemic at the beginning, but I thought that Bruce R. McConkey and Joseph L.D. Smith had pretty much stomped that out of existence in the LDS church. Apparently, I'm wrong. All right. Two former OUR insiders told investigators that Janet Russin and her psychic visions were a key part of Underground Railroad. They were Lopez, that's Dave Lopez, I believe, a former Navy SEAL, who worked with the group on overseas missions and oversaw OUR operations in Haiti. So he's one of the two insiders who mentioned that Janet Russin was a key part of Operation Underground Railroad missions. The other person was a former director of development whose name Vice News is withholding at her request. Lopez told investigators that Janet Russin identified specific locations in Haiti where the missing boy was said to be. The former development director added, that Janet Russin was solely vouched for by Tim Ballard, who, in her telling, intimated that M. Russell Ballard was aware that her visions guided OUR's work. All right, so this unnamed, apparently female, former development director, has mentioned during the course of the investigation that Tim Ballard was the one who solely vouched for Janet Russin's psychic ability. but. In her telling, she intimates. I wish we had the actual language of this document so we could see what this report means. But according to them, and they've been pretty meticulous in their descriptions so far, who in her telling intimated that M. Russell Ballard was aware that her visions guided OUR's work. If that's true, that's big. That's big. Now, having said all of that, I'm not able to say whether what she says actually does intimate that President Ballard was aware of the psychic's work with Operation Underground Railroad. Obviously, she doesn't come out and say it point blank, otherwise they wouldn't say here that she just intimated it. And the third question I would have is, is she intimating it because that's what Tim Ballard or somebody else told her, or does she have personal knowledge that that's the case? Those are important questions to keep in mind going forward. All right, now, continuing with the article and getting closer to the end, In February 2016, a car carrying Janet Russin, Tim Ballard, and Guesno Marty, remember that's the father, circulated through the village as OUR continued its quest for Gardy. As they drove, Janet Russin began to cry. According to a summary of the audio that was written by an investigator, she begins to cry. And she starts saying, your mom is loud. Your mom is clear. Janet Russin says this to Guesno Marty the boy's father, implying that the woman's departed spirit was guiding her. Janet Russin subsequently claimed that she was hearing a reading from Guesno Marty's mother and sister, both of whom are apparently deceased. When the FBI and Davis County investigators began their criminal investigation into OUR, which was ultimately closed with no charges filed, Janet Russon's role in the organization was one of the many issues they looked into. At one point, Davis County, Utah, attorney Troy Rawlings emailed other agencies participating in the investigation to say that, as he understood it, investigators had collected 10,000 pages. That's where that number comes from. 10,000 pages of Janet Russon's so-called readings. They indicated in more detail who exactly Janet Russon was reaching out to in the great beyond. A deceased Mormon prophet. Janet Russin talks to dead Mormon leaders, Rawlings wrote, particularly a Mormon prophet from 600 B.C. named Nephi to get intel on where to find Gardi Marty in particular, but also with respect to a slew of other things. Wow, I'd like to know what those other things are. Donors, Rawlings added, donors to OUR, are not, am- are not made aware That Nephi via Ms. Russin, and it says Mr. Russin, that's a typo apparently because it's Janet. So without that typo, donors, Rawlings added, are not made aware that Nephi via Ms. Russin is the key piece of OUR operational intelligence. It's unclear who has become, excuse me, it's unclear what has become of children need families. Remember that Ballard that Janet Russin got put in charge of for her excellent work? as a psychic. It's unclear what has become of children need families since Tim Ballard left OUR following an internal investigation. At present, blog posts discussing it are still on the organization's website, but a separate website, which listed Janet Russin as its executive director, appears to have been taken down. Hmm. And that's the end of the story. So I thank you very much for joining me again today. I want to ask you if you would subscribe to the channel, please. And also like this video, if you did like it. In fact, I don't want you to do anything that you don't want to do, or that would not be authentic. But please like the video. If you, if you got this far, I'm sure you're liking it. And subscribe. That's about all for today. Until next time, this is Radio Free Mormon, signing off the air.